Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of a Genuine Girl podcast. My name is Meredith and today I am going to be talking about something that, oh man you guys, this has always been a struggle for me as a college student. And I'm guessing if you're listening to this, maybe it has been a struggle for you too. That is, how to eat healthy in college while still enjoying the food that you're eating. I think a lot of people kind of have this misconception that if they eat healthy, then the food they eat just is not going to taste good. And as a college student who's always busy, always stressed, always on the go, it's just hard to sacrifice some good taste and some good comfort food for health. At least that's what I've gone through these past few years in college. I have found myself far too many times just reaching for whatever is easiest, closest to me, and a lot of times it's not the healthiest option. And while it might taste good in the moment and take away all of my stress for a little while, later on it definitely catches up to me. I don't feel as good. I, you know, see differences physically, mentally, emotionally. It's crazy how big of a difference food can have in literally every aspect of our life, but especially as college students, it's more important now than it really ever has to focus on what we are eating and putting in our bodies. So I thought today would be a really good day to talk about this because it's kind of getting in that point in the semester, at least for me, where things are just crazy. And I feel like I've been saying that every episode I've done this semester, which as I'm sure you've noticed, I haven't been putting out as many episodes as I have in past semesters, partly because this semester has been so crazy, which is weird for having mostly online classes. You would think it wouldn't be that bad, but oh man, it's it's bad, guys. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like I can't be alone in this. It's just, even if it's not one of your most crazy semesters ever, it is getting to that point where final exams are coming up, final tests are happening, and your grades are really coming together, and you're starting to see how you might perform this semester, and, you know, if you're involved in extracurricular things, those are probably at an all-time high right now in terms of involvement and what you have to be doing, and so... Needless to say, I think there's a lot of stress going on in all of our lives, so this is probably the time when many of us start slacking on what we're eating, or not even slacking, that sounds like a bad word, but you know, just not putting as much thought into what we eat every day because our schedules are just getting so busy. So I'm hoping today that I can give you guys some hopefully helpful tips to make it a little bit easier to eat healthy for the rest of the semester, even in the midst of the craziness. I know we don't all have time to be making some nice chef salads and going to the grocery store five times a week and like meal planning every single meal of our lives. I get it. And that's not what I'm going to be talking about today. More so, I'm just going to be 
kind of talking about some habits I've gotten into in regards to eating healthier that have really helped me as a busy college student still manage to incorporate some healthier stuff into my diet. Now, I just want to preface this by saying, obviously, I'm no expert, I'm no professional, and like I said at the beginning, this whole healthy eating thing, it's something I still struggle with too. I think I would be lying if I said I had it all figured out and every day of my life now I ate healthy because that is just not true. I think balance is super important and so I'm going to be trying to stress that throughout the episode, but I have definitely gone through my ups and downs with healthy eating and I've learned a lot of stuff along the way. So I don't know if many of you have been with me for a while on this podcast, but back in my freshman year of college, I went through a pretty interesting time with food and my weight, and if you're a long-time listener, you already know the story, so I'm not going to go into it, but basically I gained a good amount of weight my freshman year, and only after one semester, too, which... I was kind of shocked. I I knew the freshman 15 was a thing that everyone talked about, but I didn't realize just how real it was after only a few months because I looked at myself in the mirror when I got home for winter break and I seriously not only looked like a different person, I mean looking like a different person is one thing, but I felt like a different person and not in a good way. The food I was eating was catching up to me clearly and more than one way, and I needed to get on the right track, and I I wanted to lose weight, but more than that, I think I wanted to just feel better again, because it was really messing with my mind, and it was making me so tired and unable to focus, and actually that's probably the reason why my first semester of college was my worst in terms of GPA, because as much as I was studying like 24-7 and trying to just do everything I could and, you know, be the perfect student, I was kind of sacrificing my own health by doing that. And in turn, that kind of led to a downfall in my GPA. Not a downfall. I'm making it sound like I was like failing and stuff, which is not true, but you know what I mean. It's interesting how when I thought like I was doing everything right to get that 4.0, I actually ended up getting the worst GPA of college so far. So that's that's definitely an interesting experience I've gone through. And since then, you know, I've been on different programs. Specifically, I went on the Weight Watchers program, now titled WW. Um, I did that my second semester of freshman year, but that's really the only major diet I've been on. Other than that, I have kind of just learned some lifestyle changes that I have needed to make for myself, and these past couple of years, that's what I've been trying to incorporate more into my life. Now, this semester has been different in particular because it's the first time I'm living in an apartment, so I have a kitchen, which is awesome, and I'm loving it, to be honest. I have gotten really into cooking, and honestly, the past two years of college, all I wanted was a kitchen because it was hard to eat healthy without a kitchen. It was hard to cook anything fresh, anything fun and healthy and easy. I don't know. It just, 
It wasn't as easy to eat healthy living in a dorm. I still made it work and I'm gonna get into some tips with that but I now have a kitchen which is good because it allows me to cook but it's also a little dangerous because having the ability to cook means you can make whatever you want and that means I can make some stuff that's really not good and I have trust me I've made me some cookies okay like again all about balance but in general I've learned some good ways to eat healthy in an apartment style and a dorm style of living that I'm going to share with you today. So I've been rambling. I'm going to get into my tips right now, but I just wanted to give you a little background on kind of where I have been in my eating journey in college, if you will. And I think now we're good to get into the real meat of this podcast. So my first tip to getting on a healthy lifestyle plan, I guess. I I don't like saying diet. I don't like, you know, labeling things, but I think a first good step if you're looking to eat healthier in college is, it's going to sound simple, but simply make a schedule of when you're going to eat every day. I, I know that's weird, and a lot of my listeners are probably rolling their eyes right now, either because they've already been doing this for years, or maybe because they just don't like scheduling things out. If you've listened to me long enough, you know that I'm a big planner, I'm a big scheduler, I like to be organized and know when I'm doing things in my day, it just makes me feel better. And that not only goes for academics and other commitments, but it also goes for eating and taking care of myself. Now, I'm not necessarily saying write in your planner, eat breakfast at 8 a.m., lunch at 12 p.m., dinner at 6 p.m., I know that can feel a little too constricting sometimes, and even I don't really go that far as to put certain times of the day when I have to eat a meal. But I think, for starters, just keeping in mind that you need to eat three meals a day, or, you know, if you don't like breakfast, whatever. I'm not trying to force you to eat it, but at least have some irregular meal times throughout the day every day. I know so many people in college who literally have no concept of time anymore, which same, but it affects their eating and not exactly in the healthiest way. Like people will wake up and go to classes all day and they'll be so busy or stressed or just not thinking about food that they'll eat lunch at like three o'clock in the afternoon and dinner at like 10 p.m. and then they wonder why they're feeling so tired or why they're feeling so hungry at different points in the day and you know I'm not saying those are bad times to eat but when you go from the time you wake up until 3 p.m. before you eat something you're bound to feel a little lethargic and a little less focused and motivated than you would if you ate breakfast, or even just ate an earlier lunch. Now, I know a lot of people too, I've talked to a lot of my friends and other people I know who say they simply don't have time to eat at normal times, and that's kind of their excuse. Like, well, I'm in class from 8 to 2.30, so I literally can't eat until 3. And, you know, I I get it. I think we've all been there where we have classes in the most inconvenient times and we really are just always hungry during that time, but we simply can't eat. And 
So that's a tough one. And I would say, honestly, if I was in that situation, which I have been before, I have started bringing snacks to class. I mean, obviously this semester with Zoom and online classes, it's probably even easier to eat during class because you don't have to like go to class and bring the food there. You can just simply eat food in the comfort of your own home. But I honestly would go so far as to say if you can take food to class or eat in a 10 minute break between classes, like do something so you're eating at normal times during the day. So that's just kind of my first tip. Not necessarily that you have to schedule it like hour by hour, like I'm going to eat this much at this time, this much at this time, but in your head before each day, I would schedule out a block of time where you're going to eat. And ideally, it should be a good amount of time where you aren't just shoving food down your throat. But if that has to be what it is, I'd say that's better than not eating at all. Because for me, I went a long period of time where I did not eat much during the day at all because... I was kind of distracting myself with school and I was one of those people who was always busy and always in classes. So I used that as my excuse not to eat. But then later at night, I was feeling super hungry because I hadn't eaten all day. And instead of choosing a healthy filling option, because I was so starving, I just went for the unhealthy stuff because it tasted better and I just wanted something that tasted good and I ended up overeating so much because simply I had not eaten enough during the day and I actually did more harm than good by basically saving all of my calories for the night after I was starved basically from the whole day of not eating. So. That's one possibility. I also would say, even if you're feeling like you're eating all the time, you're eating too much, if you're one of those people who eats when they're stressed, because I've done that too, I still think it's helpful to make a schedule of your eating because, I mean, it'll help you get more on track with when you do eat. And I I think you'll be a little more mindful if you're grabbing all the snacks thinking, oh, wait is this really what I need right now? Like I did just eat two hours ago or I have a meal planned for a couple hours from now. I think I can hold off. That kind of can help to curb all of those habits. Um, And on top of that too, I think it's important to recognize that when we think we're eating too much and when we notice that pattern of us just mindlessly snacking or eating too many meals in a day, I don't think it's so much because of the fact that we're merely eating too much, but more so it's the way that we feel from eating that food that we notice. And I I think for me, that happened a lot when I was eating, you know, all of my calories at night and eating like bags of popcorn on my bed, watching Netflix. That was oof, interesting times, but I never felt good after doing that. And I quickly started to see changes in my appearance and, you know, my skin started looking bad. I started looking more tired. I was gaining weight. And 
So I started noticing things in the mirror that kind of reflected my habits, but also I just felt terrible. And so I think if you notice how you're feeling, that should be, you know, motivation to maybe get on a schedule of some sort. And even if it's not necessarily eating healthier, just spreading out how much you eat throughout the day can actually make you feel a lot better than eating too much all at once and feeling gross afterward. So this all kind of leads me into my next point uh, about being mindful of what you do eat and where you get this food. So I've talked about, you know, kind of scheduling when you're going to eat, which sounds like the most simple tip in the world, but for college students, I don't think it is. <laughs> so make a schedule every day, just kind of a general schedule when you're going to eat. But next, you know, what do you eat when it is time to eat? That's kind of the big question here, and that's where I'm going to really start getting into this healthy eating stuff. So I'm not going to be recommending specific types of food to eat or specific diets or lifestyles to go on because I'm not a professional, like I said, and really I'm just talking about habits here that have helped me. So I'm going to kind of start from the perspective I have now of a college student who's living in an apartment rather than a dorm. So I do have a kitchen and I can cook, which is super helpful. But after I talk a little bit about my perspective and experiences this year as an apartment student, I will also talk about how to eat healthy in a dorm in college because I have two years experience of doing that and I know if you're in a dorm it has to be rough. I I just I feel for you because I've been there and it it will get better, don't worry, but I know it can be hard to eat healthy when you're living on campus without a kitchen or without really anything to make food besides maybe a microwave or a mini fridge. So I'm going to get into that after I talk a little more about the apartment stuff. But I think all of these tips can really apply to wherever you're living, whether that's on or off campus. So keep listening and maybe you'll get something good out of this regardless of where you live. So I would say... <laughs> When it comes to finding the food that you want to eat and food that will make you feel good and food that is healthier maybe than what you're eating right now, first tip would be to find your grocery store. And I am reading this off of my notes and I said your in all caps because I don't know. I just have a very strong feeling that everybody kind of has their grocery store. You know what I mean? Like, usually if someone says, like, they're going to the grocery store, they're going to be going to the same grocery store. They have, like, a favorite, you know? And I'm not saying that's the only place they ever go, but I would say a lot of times we kind of have subconsciously created in our minds, like, our favorite grocery store to go to, our go-to grocery store when we need something. And so if you don't have that, I would say find it and make it your grocery store because this grocery store is going to help you start to eat healthier. You guys are going to need to get on the same level and start a really great relationship with each other because grocery stores are the best for eating healthy. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, grocery stores, uh, that, that costs money. I have to buy food and, well, obviously you have to buy food, but 
no one wants to spend a lot of money and no one wants to buy too much stuff at the grocery store and then not be able to eat it and grocery stores are just so overwhelming for so many reasons and I think that's why a lot of students kind of stay away from them sometimes, eat out, uh, all that stuff. But I want you to make a good effort at creating a solid relationship with your grocery store because trust me, it is so worth it. And I'll tell you why. But basically, (laughs) when it comes to finding a grocery store, I think we all have different preferences. Some of us care more about price um, and we're on a budget, which I can definitely attest to. Um, Some people care about, you know, the quality of the food. Some people care about the atmosphere. Um, I would say a big thing for college students is having a grocery store nearby, especially if you don't have a car. I think your grocery store should honestly be the one that's closest to you, the one that's in walking distance. Sometimes you can't be too picky, but whatever grocery store you choose, make that your grocery store and kind of commit to it. And what I mean by that, so one tip I have when it comes to grocery stores is once you find your grocery store, I would 10 out of 10 recommend to sign up for their rewards program if they have one. My parents taught me about this when I came to college and because they have rewards accounts at different grocery stores and they were telling me like this is awesome you should do it so thanks mom and dad but I am a huge fan of rewards programs now because basically it saves you so much money every time you go in the store and go shopping and all you really need to do is sign up with your phone number or your email I honestly can't really remember all the information, but it's completely free to sign up for these rewards programs at most grocery stores, and I think you can either do it in-store or online, and then when you go to the store and buy stuff, they have special prices just for rewards members, and it's always cheaper for rewards members, so when you check out, you will get so many discounts just for being a member of the grocery store's program. So. I know here where I go to school, I have Kroger right nearby and they have a rewards program. I actually, my grocery store that I like to go to a lot is Tom Thumb, which is also kind of nearby. I don't really know how many places Tom Thumb is in, so that might not sound familiar to everyone, but they have a rewards program and I'm part of that. I literally, if it's a free rewards program that's available to you, take advantage of it because that's going to save you so much money and you're going to get a lot of great offers, great deals, great discounts. So definitely do that. And then on top of that, you know, that's just one way to kind of strengthen that connection between you and the grocery store. But also once you find your grocery store, another way to really commit is by having yourself a weekly grocery day. Now, I know I sound like a real grandma here because who sets aside a day not a whole day but part of a day every week to just go to the grocery store well I do and I think this is really the true sign of adulting when you have a grocery day you know you've made it to that level and I'm not ashamed of it if you can't tell I would highly recommend to have yourself a grocery day whether it's Saturday afternoons, Monday mornings, whatever day of the week 
works best for your schedule, set aside an hour or two to just go to the grocery store and stock up for the week. I think having that weekly day is really helpful for me because I can kind of start creating a list of what I need throughout the week and I can know like, okay, I'm going to the grocery store on this day. And that also just prevents me from having to make 10 trips to the grocery store throughout the week and waste time when I realize I need something. I can either put it off until grocery day or, you know, make do with what I have and it always works out just fine. But I would say one grocery day a week, if you can manage that, that will be really good for you because it'll just save you a lot of time and you'll feel so productive coming out of that store, let me tell you. So this brings me to my next tip. And as you can see, that grocery tip, that really applies whether you live in a dorm or an apartment. I think, you know, obviously living in a dorm, you're not going to necessarily be buying things to cook all the time, but buying snacks and, you know, healthy little things that you can just make on your desk, that's what I always did. I would like lay out food on my desk to make it or microwave, heat up, frozen meals, whatever it is. Um, I, I think even if that's all you're making, it's still helpful to have a grocery store, it's still helpful to be in that rewards program, and it's still helpful to have a grocery day because you'll feel so much more in control if you kind of have that plan. But on top of that, it's important to actually plan your meals and what you need from the grocery store every week so you don't just walk in blindly. I think we've all been there. We've walked in a grocery store kind of knowing some things we need, but we come out with like 10 times the amount of stuff that we really thought we needed. That's always a fun time. So to avoid that, <laughs> my biggest tip is to meal plan. And I think this can be such a scary term for people. And it also kind of sounds like a mom thing or an adulting thing. And yeah, maybe it is, but I don't think it's ever too early to start meal planning. And as a college student, I think it makes total sense to meal plan because out of all people, I think we're some of the busiest people around. Like, we have the craziest schedules. We're the ones who aren't going to have all the time in the world to be cooking and preparing things on the spot. So having a plan in advance is super smart and helpful, I think. So I would say in order to meal plan effectively, start by setting aside some time every week for your meal planning time. Now, I know, I know, you're like, Meredith, why are you making me schedule so much of this? This is just so confusing. First a grocery day, now meal planning time. But seriously, I promise it helps. If you force yourself to sit down and plan out some meals, you're going to be so proud of yourself and it's gonna just feel so good. So what I do every week, and this one I kind of, I don't exactly have a set day and time I always meal plan on. I kind of vary this around with my schedule and what kinds of things I have to eat. Um, but usually over the weekend at some point, I'll sit down for an hour or so and put on some good music, light a candle, sit with my laptop, and make that my meal planning time. So what that really means is for me at least, it can mean something different to everyone, but it's literally going on Google and searching up things that I want to make, looking through past meals that I have made, and figuring out each day 
in general what I want to eat that week because that's going to tell me exactly what I need at the grocery store. That's going to tell me, you know, what I need to look for in my pantry and in my refrigerator. And it's just going to set me up for success for the rest of the week. And I find that when I take the time to meal plan, I naturally gravitate toward planning healthier meals because I'm putting thought into what I'm eating. And I am not wanting to just pick up the first thing that sounds good. I am putting thought into finding healthier options that are, you know, easy and affordable, but also will make me feel good. So I think that's a big benefit of meal planning in and of itself is just it forces you to think more about what kinds of food you're going to be eating. And I think you'll be surprised to see how much more likely you are to kind of go for those healthier options whether you know it right away or not. So I, I I know you're probably wondering, well, where do I find meals? What do I do? Like, where do I look? And I have a lot of websites that I love going on to find healthier meals. I will put them in the show notes, but I'll also kind of list off a few here in case you guys are interested. I personally love the Skinny Taste website, skinnytaste.com. Um, she has a few cookbooks too, but it's really like healthy food, really easy for the most part, not a lot of ingredients, and all different kinds of food too. That's the thing. Like, it's crazy how much exists on the internet. Like, literally anything you're in the mood to eat, you can obviously search it up and find a recipe. But going off of that, anything you're in the mood to eat, you can search for a healthy recipe and find that too. And that's where I find a lot of my recipes and a lot of these sites. So Skinny Taste is one. I've also been trying lately um, the the Skinny-ish Dish. Skinny-ish Dish. That's, that's a tongue twister, guys. But I've been trying a couple of their recipes and they're very good. And if you can't tell by the name, they're on the healthier side as well. A couple of others I have tried are A Pinch of Healthy and Budget Bites. These, if, if you can't tell, like, <laughs> this is kind of right up my alley. It's like healthy food, Budget Bites is like cheap food, which I'm all about saving money. So these are all great websites. Um, I've also been watching a lot of YouTube videos. I don't know if you guys are into watching like grocery hauls, Trader Joe's hauls, like what I eat in a day, healthy version, whatever. All of these different videos are out there and I kind of got obsessed for a while just watching people's hauls and what they were buying and what kinds of things they were making and meal prepping. And so seriously, there's so much inspiration out there. I would recommend just using your meal plan time, you know, when you're first starting out to just do some research, just have fun with it. Look up things that you're in the mood to eat throughout the week and find healthy recipes, see what you need and add them to a little calendar. I, I usually just have a Google Doc or do it in the notes on my phone. I kind of put day by day every day of the week, like breakfast, lunch, dinner, and I'm not so strict with myself that I plan every single meal of every single day of the week because I've found when I've done that, things never go according to plan as a college student. I'll just tell you that right now. I can have the most elaborate plan for what I'm eating throughout the week. Like, 
breakfast, lunch, dinner, the times I'm eating all of them, the ingredients I need for all of these meals, when I'm going to pick them up, and something will always get messed up. Like, that's just how my schedule is. There's a lot that we can't plan for as college students, and things come up last minute. So overall, I make the biggest effort of planning dinner every night except for the weekends because weekends are always you never really know what's happening on the weekends so I kind of leave at least Friday and Saturday night open Uh, but I try to plan a dinner for every night of the week because that'll kind of keep me on track and you know keep me less likely to just go get fast food or something at night after a long day and I like planning lunches too, but sometimes I have to be a little flexible with that because meetings come up during the day, class stuff, group projects. So usually I'll try to plan a lunch for every day, but I'll have a few options for myself. So I won't just limit it to, I'm gonna make a salad for lunch today because a salad obviously takes a little more preparation than say, heating up a healthy frozen meal from the freezer. And so if I'm running particularly low on time that day, then I can quickly swap out my plan of a salad for that healthier freezer meal that I can just kind of zip in the freezer real quick, not in the freezer, in in the microwave. Wow, out of the freezer, into the microwave. I, I think I'm talking too fast, you know what I mean? Anyway, so I think that's always something you can do is just kind of have different options. Um, Don't limit yourself so much that you aren't giving yourself any flexibility because I get it. We can't all be on a strict schedule every day with what we're eating, but I would say when you can, at least have a good general plan of what you'll be eating every day and have some options just in case plan A doesn't work out. So yeah, that's about it for the meal plan. I'd say just my last tip is if you're looking for healthy meals online, like I said earlier, whatever you want to eat, just put the word healthy in front of it when you search or, you know, easy. If you want something easy, just put easy in front of it or whatever it is, affordable, cheap, whatever you want to eat, you can find a healthy version of it online. And I think that's the really great thing about having the internet and all of these resources available is we can we can eat whatever we want and make it healthy, thanks to these great people who have recipes out there. So that's all you have to do for meal planning time. And after that, you have a list of ingredients for meals or snacks, whatever you're doing, that you can just put into your phone, put into a grocery list somewhere, and bam, you have your grocery list for the week. And that'll help you on grocery day because you already know exactly what you need. So that's something I really love to do in the days leading up to my grocery day. Usually I go grocery shopping on Monday mornings and I'll do the meal planning, meal prepping on Saturday or Sunday before. So that is kind of my biggest tip for you know making it work especially when it comes to apartment living i think you'll find it's a lot easier to meal plan and meal prep and make a elaborate grocery list when you'll be cooking in a kitchen but like i said it can also go for dorm living and speaking of living in dorms that's kind of what i'm going to be tackling next so i know that a lot of uh, a lot of us eat on campus and 
I still eat on campus, even though I don't live in a dorm. But for some people, it's your only option, right? You don't have a kitchen, you can't cook, and that makes it so hard to eat healthy, especially because I find that a lot of campus dining is not necessarily the healthiest. It's not the most conducive to healthy eating or weight management, whatever you're trying to do. So I, I have a few tips that I have really stuck to. It, they helped me lose weight over the past couple of years. Not that it's all about weight, but when I was going through that tough time, I used these three tips that I'm about to tell you to really fuel my weight loss and weight management really afterwards. That's the most important thing. Um, well, it's not actually, not even just weight, but how I felt. Like, it. I've not only used these tips to manage my weight, but I've used them to manage how I feel. And I think, you know, that's at the end of the day what the most important thing is. I just brought up the weight example because that's something I've struggled with. So just letting you know, I've I've really put these next few tips to the test. And the first one when you're eating on campus in a dining hall or wherever, and honestly, I think this could apply to if you're making your own food too, but especially on campus, I would say it's important to carve out time for your meals. I think this is especially relevant to eating on campus because I think with dining halls and having the food right there at your fingertips, it's great and it's convenient because you don't have to prep anything, you don't have to cook anything, you can just go pick something up and eat it really fast, which is awesome for many reasons. But that's also a reason why I think so many people just kind of eat whatever is there and they don't really consciously think about what they're eating and it might not be the best option. So I I saw people all the time when I was in the dining hall just zooming through, picking up stuff, making a plate filled some super high with all this random stuff and don't get me wrong, it looked good, I'm sure it tasted good and if they enjoyed themselves then awesome. But I kind of got the feeling that a lot of people weren't necessarily doing that because that's what they really wanted to eat. It was just kind of what was there and they weren't really thinking because people can, people have classes, they, they eat between their classes for 10 minutes, they have so much homework to do, they just need something before they do their work. Um, but, but it usually doesn't end well. It, you know, they don't feel well after eating it or they just, you know, they don't think about what they're eating and it, it's not a good situation. So I would say this all kind of comes back to one theme and that is, you know, time. People eat, which is good, but a lot of times in the dining hall, people don't really carve out time to eat. I, when I was in the dining hall, I didn't really see people stay at a table more than maybe 10, 15 minutes a lot of times. Like people were in and out of there and I kind of stayed for a while because I was doing homework there, I was taking my time, you know, which allowed me to see all of that. But even just allocating 10 or 20 extra minutes on top of the time you'd usually give yourself to eat is so helpful because you will be forced to think through what you're getting to eat before you just put it all on your plate and go eat it. And I get it, again, a lot of people have classes and they can't, you know, plan 20 minutes even to go and 
enjoy their meal and think through what they're picking out. And if that's the case, then I think you might benefit from, you know, my next couple of tips and just kind of thinking through what you might want to eat before you get there. Because that too, I've seen to be a big problem. People people don't really know what the dining halls have every day, which I get. I know my school now has a menu online of what they're going to have every day and through this app. And so if your school has that, that can be a super helpful way to just kind of prepare in advance if you don't have a lot of time by looking on the app or the website at what they're going to be serving and pick out what you're going to have ahead of time. So then, you know, yeah, you might not have time to really think through what you're eating when you get there, but at least you'll have a plan going in. In addition to that, though, I would say be creative when you're choosing what you're eating in the dining halls. I know I've talked about this before, But I think a lot of people kind of get it in their head that each station of the dining hall, at least mine, has a bunch of different stations like a salad bar, a sandwich station, a pizza place, all these different areas in the dining hall. And I think a lot of people think they can only get stuff from one station or, you know, they can't really mix and match everything to make their own meal. They can get a slice of pizza and then you know, maybe make a salad on the side, but not not like, for example, what I used to do is I loved making little uh, taco salads because I love Mexican food. So I would get lettuce from the, ta- from the salad bar and a few other vegetables and stuff from the salad bar, but then I would go to a different area of the dining hall to get Uh, beans, corn, chicken, all the other things that went in my taco salad, um, salsa, you know, all of that kind of stuff. That's not stuff you always find in the salad bar, but I found it myself to make my own variation on a salad and made it a taco salad. So just kind of thinking creatively like that, like don't feel like you're limited if you're making a salad to only the ingredients at the salad bar. I mean, I'm sure if you thought about it or walked around a little bit, you could find some really good things in other areas to put on your salad or, you know, find other ways to mix and match and make your food creative while still keeping it, you know, healthy. I think overall being creative can help you just think more about what you're eating and therefore you'll be more willing to eat some healthier options than just picking up the first slice of pizza you see in the dining hall. So you might be wondering though, how, how do I be creative? Like how, I don't even know this would take me forever to find things to mix and match. Like I have no ideas. I'm not creative, all these things. And I get it because I was there too. I was like, I have no idea what to make. I mean, there's a sandwich, so that's what I'm going to have. But One of the big ways that I started learning to be creative was by simply watching and talking to other people. And it sounds so simple, but do you ever really think when you're on campus eating to look around at what other people are eating? I mean, I know we all kind of mindlessly look over and see what's on people's plates, but do we really think about it? Do we really remember what they're eating? I've always thought it's interesting because a lot of people are so focused on themselves and what they're eating and getting out of there in time that they don't really look at what anyone else is getting. And 
you know, I think if you're trying to eat healthier or trying to be more creative with your meals, you can learn a lot just by observing the people around you when they're sitting down or, you know, even better, when you're up and getting your food, seeing where other people are going and what they're doing can really inspire you to try some new things. I would also say talking to people is even better because you can hear firsthand like, hey, these are some creative meals that I've made in the dining hall. And you know, you can talk to your friends about it, see if they have any ideas, things that they like to do that maybe you've never thought of. And something else that can really help is just kind of getting a buddy to be creative with you. Maybe, you know, having a little accountability partner or just someone who you go out to eat with in the dining hall, like a couple times a week or something, and you guys can try to be creative together and find new ways and uh, new ways to make healthy, fun meals. Maybe each time you eat together, you kind of have a challenge to eat something that you've never had at the dining hall before, which let me tell you, after living on campus two years, that's actually kind of a tough challenge because unless your dining hall switches things up all the time, there's likely going to be a lot of the same stuff that you've had before. So getting creative enough to change that up can be tough, but it can be fun, especially if you have a buddy to do it with you. Overall, though, I would just say whether you're eating on campus, whether you're eating in an apartment, whether you're cooking or just eating prepared food, whatever it may be, I have two overall tips that I think will really help you eat as healthy as you can while still, you know, enjoying life. And the first tip, if you can't tell from all of the things I've just said, is to plan. Please just just plan. Plan when you're going to eat every day, plan when you're going to go shopping, plan when you're going to meal prep and meal plan. Just just plan it all because that'll make your life so much easier. You'll feel so much more in control. And even though you might think it's a waste of time right now, your body is going to thank you later when you realize how much you've really saved just by, you know, planning a healthier lifestyle. So plan, plan, plan. And secondly, this is something I mentioned at the beginning, but I really just want to hit home with it again is balance. Just remember at the end of the day, I'm not over here trying to say like, you need to be eating healthy every day of your life because I know that's not possible. And that's not fun. I mean, we all like to eat bad stuff. We all like to go to our favorite fast food place. We all like to go hang out with friends and eat cookies, whatever it may be. I I know that being in college, it means, you know, sometimes not eating the best stuff. And I think that's okay. What I'm trying to get at here is just helping you live a healthier lifestyle in general so that you can feel better every day and you can feel more productive, more motivated, and more focused to get everything done that you need to get done um, and feel in control of your life because that's really the major theme I've noticed this semester with cooking and meal planning and going to the grocery store and making a conscious effort to eat healthier has really helped me feel more in control of not just what I'm eating, but of my whole life. So just remember that food really can control everything. It can control your mood, your emotions, your focus, your motivation, 
And for me, it even controlled my GPA, I'd go so far to say. So make sure that you're taking it seriously, and I hope these tips help you, but at the end of the day, don't beat yourself up if you don't always meal plan, if you don't always go to the grocery store when you're supposed to, if you aren't always on a schedule. That's something I'm trying to get better at, because that's part of the fun of college, too. I just hope these tips kind of help you in the future have a little more thought going into what you're eating and help you create a healthier lifestyle in general, not necessarily every day. So that's about it for my rant. I know that was a lot, but I I hope it helps. And if you guys have any questions, if you guys want to talk about this at all, um, please let me know. Like I said, I'll have some links in the show notes to different websites I like to go on in terms of finding recipes and meals if you're interested in that. But other than that, please let me know if you have any other questions, whether it's about my journey or tips or anything like that. I'm happy to share and I'm right here with you too. So I am definitely not perfect. I'm still going through this, but we're getting there one day at a time and I think we're doing the best we can in these crazy times. So I hope you guys all have a good week. Thank you so much for listening and coming back to this podcast. I know it's a crazy time of year and I hope everyone is getting through it okay. I know we're all going through a lot right now, so I hope that makes you feel better just to know I'm going through it too. I've been very stressed lately, and this is just one way that I've been able to feel a little more in control, so hopefully this is coming at a good time for you as well. All right, that's it. I promise I'm going to stop talking now. It's always so hard to end these because I just don't know how to end politely, but I'm going to end now, and hopefully that was polite enough. Okay, (laughs) I will talk to you guys next time. Have a great week, and until then, stay genuine, girl.